السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ الحمدللہ سو انشاءاللہ می می اللہ گیو اس بیوٹیفل انسپریشن آن دس ڈے اینڈ فرام دی سورس فریش فرام دی سورس از ایٹ سیڈ آن دی ٹری آف نالج اینڈ from the sun of knowledge and drop from the ocean of love. Amin, amin, amin. That Sheikh Musafir used to pray for. So, amin, amin, amin. Alhamdulillah, irabil alimin. Allah. May you, may our hearts open to you and be always open to you, Allah. And, and may you, you radiate in the most beautiful way, Allah, and may you, you complete us. May you never cease completing us and increasing us in capacity for spiritual understanding and in keeping up, increasing us in capacity for, for spiritual union and, and divine knowledge, oh Allah. May, may our limitations um, break open. May they not be rigid. May, may they transform into, uh, into gates of, of new knowledge. And may we taste that unlimited bounty which you display, uh, which, which you shine into creation, moment by moment. May, may we partake of that, that this is part of the, the festival, the divine sign is that our souls long for the unlimited. And, and so we, we never cease experiencing in new ways. We never cease experiencing you in new ways, O oh Allah, please. Please do, do not let us be imprisoned by, by our, our limitations and by our, um, our failings, Allah. And, and may our failings be simply the, the doorways to, to, um, to your generosity and your forgiveness. I mean, and your boundless love. I mean, I mean, I mean, and, and, and may your, 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 love and your praise flow upon the beloved. Um, and I, I will read a salawat um, as we begin the Juma, always with praising the Prophet and asking for bounty upon him. O oh, precious Allah, please bless our master our Prophet and our friend Muhammad with ultimate nearness to you, closer than two bow lengths, nearer than near and nearer than that. Draw him into the nearness that pleases you and pleases him. The nearness which makes him your self-revelation, your beloved, your entrusted one, your messenger to all the worlds the nearness which fills him with all mystic letters, all knowledges, all revelations, and all praises. 
the nearness which bestows beauty and love upon all beings and makes all lives flourish, the nearness which opens every door of goodness and seals every negativity, the nearness which dispels sadness and calls forth happiness, the nearness which draws all pure souls into nearness, lovers into unity, and seekers into bewilderment, the nearness which is the meaning of our existence, the nearness which makes us hear the call of am I not your Lord, and open, opens for us the gate to he is your hearing and your seeing. O beloved Allah, please bless his beautiful family and noble companions and all the messengers and prophets and mothers of the faithful and their communities throughout time and eternity. Please forgive us completely and draw us all into ultimate nearness with you and with him. Amen. So that is in a way a, a bridge uh, from last Friday's Juma in which we uh, talked about nearness. And so there is an adab for nearness. And um, the adab, of course, is submission, complete submission, the complete giving up of ourself, clinging to ourself, having hope in ourself, hiding behind ourself. Um, and rather giving everything over to Allah and having hope only in Allah, uh, submission to Allah, clinging to Allah. And um, it, it takes, it's like, a, what would you say, like an, a negative and, and a positive, you know? And if we look at the aspect of our creation, our self, it's, it's in, it, we've always confronted with that. That's one aspect of the field and then suddenly it can switch and we see what is really around that and pouring through that and what that really is. And that's the, the other, almost like a, the, the negative of the field becomes the positive and the positive becomes the negative, becomes the hidden. Allah becomes manifest. This is what, uh, I, I think it's Ibn Arabi who said this, that when we are present, Allah is absent. When Allah is present, we are absent. So it's, it's a, a, con, a continuous, uh, like almost ebb and, and flow of, of the tide, of the ocean of, of reality. Um, so what I thought I would do this, is to look into this beautiful book of Sheikh Noor on, on this adab, on this adab, which manifests, the submission manifests as of course, as, as gentleness, as receptivity, as, um, as openness, and therefore also open to, to all the tajelli, all the manifestations of the divine coming through us moment by moment. And it can be also jalal. We are not just meek and mild, but um, the tajelli can be uh, strong ones, powerful ones. And, um, Sometimes that is what is called for. But I'd like to read you some beautiful verses of Sheikh Noor on, um, on the soul who matures. And so this is what we hope for, aspire to, 
to become mature. Oh soul, maturing in divine love, develop a new spiritual disposition. So this is what our, our new akhlaq, our, our new character uh, is, is, is to have this a beautiful disposition, to become the beautiful fruit from the tree of Tariqa. Never negating, constantly affirming. Never negating, constantly affirming. So it's so interesting that in any situation, we can affirm rather than negate, and we can actually achieve more by affirming. So exactly the example of the, of the prophet, peace be upon him, going by the dead dog, walking with his companions, and they're, uh, sh uh, you know, with uh, pulling themselves back, they're kind of shrieking away from the, the carcass, and he says, no, come see it. He noticed that disposition of theirs, and he saw that they needed a teaching. So then he calls them to the carcass, and he says, but look, Look at the beauty, how Allah has formed the teeth of the dog. And so, of course, they, they realized that higher way of looking. Sheikh Noor was amazing at this. Mm -hmm. He would always yeah. point us to the higher way of seeing things and, and never falling back into some kind of pattern or conformity or negativity, which is just like, and the image of that is just one falling back in one's couch or something that we are comfortable. It's always those states of mind that we're so used to, they're comfortable, but they're horrible, they're dead. <laughs> they're, they're like the dead dog. <laughs> so we have to be alive in every moment. And that's the fresh fruit. That's what the Sheikh said. He said, I want you to bring me fresh fruit, not dead fruit. You know, don't just come from your mind and your past and keep repeating things, whether it be talk or patterns of being, come fresh, be alive. If we're connected to the source directly, and that's the submission, we will be alive in every moment and new and fresh. And alhamdulillah, we will be then a fountain of Allah. And we will be a place of refreshment for ourselves and others and nourishment. And that's my phone. And um, I'm gonna, give it over to turn off. Um, so let me continue. Maybe that was a little sign for me. Continue reading. Um, have, so never negating, constantly affirming. Have no preoccupation with gain or loss. Mashallah, that's huge. Nor could say in a line, in that sense he was also like Rumi. He could say in a line what someone would write whole essays on never or preach about and make you feel very heavy. But in, in this beautiful poem, mystic poem, it becomes um, nourishment. Have no preoccupation with gain or loss, mashallah. So we shouldn't be accountants ourselves. And, and because if we are preoccupied with gain or loss, we put a limit on Allah's generosity. Mm. And um, Allah's infinitely generous. So that's where, again, to elevate our scene and to our imagination and aspiration and say, no, Allah is the infinitely generous. Allah can manifest anything Allah desires out of love. So um, 
any accounting, it's, you know, it's like uh, counting, um, let's say, kernels or uh, taking a kernel of corn and trying to count them and figure if, how much we have when you're in a, you know, in, in a gigantic barn that's like Rumi's image of corn, you know. So you, you're going to lose your accounts because Allah's generosity is like a tsunami. You're going to lose all your accounts. Bec and, and then we get stuck by accounts, uh, by our accounts. And, and we, again, that's a form of uh, limiting ourselves, imprisoning ourselves. Um, be capable of bringing illumination into practice. Alhamdulillah, that's beautiful too. So all of these truths, we don't just think them in one part of the day in the Juma or something, uh, but when we leave the Juma, then we, we bring all of this into practice. We make it real for ourselves. Interact harmoniously with companions on the way. Beautiful. Encouraging mutual recognition, mutual fondness. Be pleased with your compatriots in the mystic order. MashaAllah. So instead of complaining about each other, to be pleased with each other. And again, affirming, not negating, finding the good. Always find the good in everything because there is good in everything. This elevated and powerful environment of the great peer, so he's speaking of the community, who is fully realized, venerated by lovers from all brotherhoods as the axis of mystic lovers. This is Hazreti Pir Muhammad Nuruddin Jurahi, He imparts his delicate tone to the hearts of his loyal dervishes. So this is Hazreti uh, Pir as the Yalatif, and as, as we know, Yaltif is delicacy, subtlety, uh, but also um, generosity and, and, and giving generously, but invisibly also. So not pointing it out. So, so the, the dervishes of Hazreti Pir, Nuruddin Jurahi, Dakhmatullah are become subtle. And it's not even something we have to work on Certain things are just given by transmission uh, because we are now part of, of the flow of that great fear and of his light. He imparts his delicate tone to the hearts of his loyal dervishes, their acts coinciding with their words. MashaAllah, we have to stop at that one. Their acts coinciding with their words. MashaAllah, that's um, sincerity. That's that what we speak is what we do, and what we do is what we speak, that we are of one cloth, we are the ikhlas, we are, um, we are not double-faced, we are not, um, you know, hiding things, some things that we want hidden and showing others that we want shown to gain, you know, whatever it might be, prestige and uh, attention, but we are one, inshallah. So may we be the, the ikhlas, may we be the, the siddiq, the, the truthful ones, in and out. 
So the light coming through, comes through without um, darkness, you might say, without meeting obstacles. The only thing it meets is certainly the, our original constellation. Appearance united with reality. In hearts that cease to be incongruent. So again, that's an image of, of uh, difference or conflict or not harmonized. The gentle comportment among disciples of love is a precise reflection of their comprehension. Isn't that beautiful? The gentle comportment among the disciples of love is a precise reflection of their comprehension. So they don't have to be brash or loud. Um, and so the more they understand, the more they see that Allah is the doer. It's a very profound state. If you're truly uh, joined in that state that Allah is the doer, then you don't, we don't have to struggle in that same way. Um, that one does if you feel that you are doing, you are making things, you are creating yourself and all of that, that's, that's all just gone. And so you become more this dancer of love and, and uh, like a, a fountain, like a neigh. We become the neighs and very, very subtle and gentle. They're bearing in every moment their tender respect and obedience before all the creatures of Allah, before all the creatures of Allah, is the way to confirm their spiritual attainment, their competence in mystical union, their presence of mind always pacifying and delighting saddened hearts is the protocol of love, the priority of love. These skillful dervishes close to the sheikh participate with great devotion and attention in all the precious lives of creation, as well as in transcendent life. So we don't, in divine diversity and in divine unity, there is no substitute for this true praise for the giver of life, the all-merciful creator, for this engagement with his sublime creativity. Apply yourself to the service of living beings and approach the lap of the beloved, touching his clothes of iridescent silk, his beautiful earthly manifestations. Mashallah, 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 alhamdulillah. So speaks Noor, alhamdulillah. So speaks Allah through Noor. So the creation and our Lord and the essence and the form cannot really be separated, cannot be separated. And we can reach the essence through our Adam with creation. Isn't that amazing? We can reach the essence through our Adam in creation, and we can reach creation through our job with the essence. So, alhamdulillah, may, may, may Allah continue guiding us uh, on this, uh, the royal way, and the way of your magnificent prophets and of, of your beloved, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Amin, amin, amin.
and aware in my messiness that still Ali's laughing at me. <laughs> I have to laugh at myself. <laughs> but it's different. <laughs> I'm going to tell Allah, but Allah, it was different. You know, it's to be gentle. It's like to kiss this before you put it on. We kiss our hat, we kiss our clothes before we put them on, that kind of uh, tender regard. And then this, um, our, our beautiful uh, Sheikh Norbach, who collected these hadith, and he adds often the saints, the mystics who will illuminate some aspect of the hadith. And from Saadi, devotion is nothing but service to beings, not rosary beads, prayer robes, or robes. Alhamdulillah. Read that again. And I am, uh, it says people, as it did, but I am enlarging it because we know there are people too. They're just people with four feet, people who crawl, people who fly. So people, really. Devotion is nothing but service to beings, not rosary beads, prayer robes, or robes. Alhamdulillah. I mean, they help. Sometimes. <laughs> All right. Salaam alaikum. Barakatuhu. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. Mashallah. A Juma is like, isn't it like, um, it's like a whirlwind kind of. It's like a, something that comes through, really. Like um, a visitation, we might say. It's a special moment. That's why you have to catch it at a, at a, at a time because that's when it's active in, in, in your particular place, a prayer carpet of the earth. Who, there are certain moments we have to catch. You know, we have to be aware of that. Um, I, I, I recall occasionally Sheikh Noor's catching a moment, a special moment, and he noted it. And it was when we went on Hajj with Sheikh Musafir. And, uh, you know, I mean, I've never seen like a divine chaos like, like that one. And I'm sure anyone who's joined the Hajj will have, that will recall their, their own moments in this divine chaos. Uh, which of course is perfect order. But the first night we slept, I think in the, it was in the airport, but it was on these bunk beds. It just, it, now my memory is just almost like a gigantic floor, almost like a parking lot, you know, garage or something with bunk beds. And Sheikh Muzaffar was sleeping in one and Sheikh Noor, I think, was sleeping right next to him. And in the morning, Sheikh Noor said, he, and you know, the rest of us were around, gathered around in our own beds. And he, he said that in the morning, he also just woke up like that and in a kind of startled way. And the first thing he did, because he saw Effendi had just, was just sitting up. First thing he did was like slip Effendi's shoes or his slippers, put place his slippers onto his feet, you know, like speaking of divine timing. And uh, it just, it's such a lovely image, you know, if you knew them and the, the grand Sheikh Musafir and 
and the um, kind of amazingly sublime and, and lovely, beautiful Noor and how he wakes up just in time to put Effendi's shoes on. So there's timing, everything in the universe is timed and, and has its moment, the moment the blossom, the flower opens, or the moment the fruit falls, the moment the sperm and egg come together and the mo all of these things are so amazing. So it's good for us to be attentive to time. And, you know, I, of course, tell myself this too, that the prayer times are moments. And it's good to know when the prayer time comes in, if possible, to offer your prayer, if you're practicing a lot, to offer it as the time comes in and not afterwards the, um, and so on. Yeah. So for that, exactly an example another example of how important timing is is that if you miss your prayer you know there is this practice of, of making up prayers in the evening for prayers you've missed but um sheikh Noor didn't recommend it and effendi said about it he said and i've said this many times so it's always good to repeat that allah is thirsty at the time of prayer and um but if you bring the water after the prayer time is over, like you're making up, it's like bringing water to someone who's not thirsty anymore. So, you know, um, it's good to be present and just be with, may we all be like Sheikh Noor and slipping the shoes on the Sultan's feet uh, just when they're needed. And may, may we be like that with, with Allah and present to the moment. And that takes, you know, that takes maturity to become even aware of the moment, what the moment is, what the, the ripeness of the moment, what the secret of the moment is, what we should be doing in that moment. And there's no way, I don't think we can rationally figure it out. So may Allah wake us up and moment by moment and may we slip those shoes onto our beloved feet. Alhamdulillah. Good. So, inshallah, may we have a, a beautiful continuation of this day of Juma. And as Sheikh Noor said, may we actualize, that wasn't quite the word, embody uh, the, the spiritual, our spiritual teaching. And even those that came subtly, because again, these are subtle transmissions that we received in this moment. Um, Alhamdulillah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah wa barakatuhu.